Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Hey guys, today we are here with Diana and Justin Rammel. They are the owners of Raspberry Creek Fabrics. I'm so excited to have them on. I think you're going to get a lot of, out of this episode. Welcome, guys. Thank you. It's, we're, we're also doing this in your home. I know. This is so fun. They all know this because they're used yeah. to being on the YouTube channel and seeing everyone just hanging out at my house, which is great. They actually, their, their whole manufacturing thing is like right next to my house. And then they also live only a few streets away from me. That's right. But I didn't hear about them because they live near me. <laughs> I heard about them through my designers. So um, why don't you guys tell them a little bit about what you do? And maybe what makes you unique in the marketplace? Great. <laughs> Start with well, the <laughs> um, Okay, so like Karina said, we own Raspberry Creek Fabrics. Um, we are a digital fabric printing company. We are also, okay, backtracking just a minute. Yeah. Um, we started out just as a retail fabric store on Etsy, um, just buying fabric wholesale and reselling it. Um, as our business kind of progressed, we decided to bring uh, print production in-house and so we bought digital fabric printers and um, we produce our own fabrics, we print for ourselves, we print for small brands, we print for anybody who wants a custom unique piece of fabric. Um, and we mainly print on knits and so kind of the focus has been on apparel. knit apparel fabrics. Yeah, apparel fabrics yeah. in general is kind of our focus more than other types of fabrics. We can print almost any type of fabric but um, we do focus on apparel fabrics. So. Yeah. And the reason you focus on apparel is because you can control the fabric. Is that why? Yes. Yeah. Um, I We found as we were growing our um, retail fabric shop, we found that there's just a lack of quality apparel fabrics out there. Um, so being able to control, we um, produce a lot of our fabrics. Most of our fabrics are produced to our specifications at our mills in Los Angeles. So um, that is another big thing that sets us apart from a lot of competitors is that um, we produce a lot of our fabrics here in the U.S. Um, and yeah, so that we can control the quality of the fabric. Okay, yeah. so awesome. So mostly who is buying right now from your shop? Um, we have a wide range, a wide range of customers. Um, anyone from just a mom wanting to make a pair of jammies for her kid, which is 100% our, our client um, and our customer, but we also print and produce for small brands who want to have something unique specifically for their brand. They're either too small to print overseas or they feel passionately about keeping their uh, product processing and manufacturing here in the U.S. So okay. um, we work with the whole gamut of, uh, you know, of clients. I would say apparel producers and then also kind of craft producers. So we Print a lot of Shannon Minky and a lot of kind of blanket material, organic cotton interlock, mm -hmm. things like that for the craft market. And we can talk maybe a little bit about the different printing types and why maybe one 
printing type is better than another. Let, let's dig into that a little okay. bit, Justin. Will you tell us yeah. a little bit about that? Because it's not, to the regular customer, when we go online to digitally print some fabric, right? Yeah. We don't really understand. I mean, it seems like it's a printer. And right. And and I don't, I don't know if a lot of printers necessarily um, appreciate the differences as well. But, you know, we, I get the question all the time, what is the best printing type? And that really just depends on what you're doing. I mean, how many are you going to produce? Do you need it to be repeated in six months? Is it a natural fiber? Is it a polyester? Is it a nylon? Um, is it going to be outside? Is it going to be inside? And so there are a thousand different ways to print. Um, a lot of people get started with solvent printers, like in a Mamaki or an Epson or a Roland, and do some polyester runs. We kind of went all out in the beginning. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> we started printing five years ago, bought real top-of-the-line equipment, and <laughs> you know that, that payment was a lot of fun. It's over now, fortunately. But so for polyesters, the way polyesters are printed industrial is dye sublimation, yes. right? And which describes a chemical process of the ink turning to a gas and dyeing the fiber of the fabric. So we do dye sublimation printing. That is great for all types of polyesters. Uh, natural fibers are a little trickier. Most of the natural fibers are printed overseas in like an acid reactive process that is very, very chemically intense, requires a lot of steam and wash and a lot of softener to get that nice kind of Product he's really talking about, cotton. yeah, like you're 100% quilting cottons, the cottons you're getting from someone like me, all of that is called acid, what is it? It's acid reactive printed. Acid reactive. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, it's just not something you can do in the United States. Yeah. And so a new printing technology was developed maybe six, seven years ago called pigment. Pigment is what we use on natural fibers. And pigment is even changing and becoming much, much better. So most of the large digital fabric printers out there printing on natural fibers are, are using a pigment process. And we've been in development with a number of different companies, ink companies. We've been to Turkey, we've been to Italy in the past six months, checking new samples, trying to improve that pigment printed process, get it a little closer to what's happening overseas. But for now, digital printing is relying on that pigment for natural fibers. So I think the question I get the most often is how long does a digitally printed fabric last compared to uh, one that was produced overseas? Yeah, if it's if it's polyester, it's going to be the same, mm -hmm. right? And if it's a natural fiber print, it depends what you mean by lasting. <laughs> is it light fastness? Because pigment printing is more light fast than the acid reactive quilt product. Um, it's not quite as a... a doesn't have the abrasion resistance mm -hmm. though. They call that a croc scale. And um, what else about that? It also depends on um, how you're laundering and taking care of the fibers. Of, of A natural fiber is not, so polyester fibers are engineered to take ink and to hold on to that ink. And a natural fiber is a natural fiber, right? It's not necessarily engineered in any way. And so, um, the chemicals that you use, the laundry detergent, all of that kind of stuff, however you launder and care for your product. I have some things that we printed six years ago when we first started printing and they look good as new. They look like the day that we printed them. Um, I, But if you're gonna throw a pigment printed piece of quilting cotton into your dryer with some towels, those towels are gonna do some damage to that, to that fabric. So um, we just recommend um, Printing, washing, 
Yeah, Not there are wash instructions on the website. But there are wash instructions yeah. on the website. Yeah. If, if you but take you're like care of it, washing them as like more delicate, oh, no. like or just. I don't use borax, but if yeah, you're yeah. just using normal. <laughs> you're just using you normal <laughs> laundry detergent and kind of. Drying them normally, not with kind of abrasive things, then it's going to last and be fine. It's fine. It's fine. So one of the coolest, I think, I think things about digital printing is that there are so many more designs that you can choose from. Yeah. So this was our big problem, right? Is we offer 25 bases and then we print on a lot of customer fabric that they send us. And the issue is that these files have to go through a color management process. They have to be turned into the printer language and they have to be printed. And when you have 25 bases and a thousand designs, that becomes mania mm-hmm. real quick. Mm-hmm. And we hired um, HP, oh, probably shouldn't <laughs> talk about brands. We hired a lot of big companies, like more than five, um, to kind of try to find a way to automate our printing process so that we could have more files on our site. And we were, they were, those were all unsuccessful endeavors. Uh, we eventually developed our own system, had it coded, we got a patent on it in April. And so you've seen a real transition on our website where we had our club designs and now we have designer studios with 15,000 designs right now. So essentially with our new patented automation process, this is something that makes us different and unique is that our printing is fully automated from web all the way to the printer. It goes through color management, gets resized. And so we have fewer errors and faster production because all of it is, is automated and that's got some exciting potential for the future yeah now that we've got that technology so amazing so so amazing and it does make you stand apart and i think it's making it so that you guys i mean at the end of the day you have to have less staff right because you're not taking one piece and figuring out which printer and fixing it to work on that printer like everything's super automated right super automated we went from two full shifts like and coming in on the weekends to now one shift yeah i mean obviously we're building up now with the with the new designs. But, you know, the other thing it allows us to do something that makes us unique is the way we set up the automation is that you can scale designs on our website. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing a onesie for a baby, you can have those, you can have little tiny chickens. And then if you're gonna do a, a bathroom, you can, you can blow those up to a larger size if you're gonna print them on wallpaper. And so that's something that makes us unique. And we're also gonna be adding the ability to personalize those designs amazing so it's gonna be so good that's something coming next year yeah so many things that you have and can i mention that you are thinking about doing wallpaper also or maybe bringing that on well i i've been pushing it (laughs) and then i heard her tell some of her friends that we were gonna do (laughs) wallpaper and so that's how i knew that we were actually gonna do wallpaper (laughs) oh she has been convinced okay so yeah wallpapers um coming we signed the contract last week and so printer is is on its way so amazing and you can use whatever fabric designs as wallpaper designs because they're all set up repeat Mm -hmm. Uh, amazing so these two have been amazing because they actually came and talked to my design suite members in a virtual conference and they did a guest expert series so if you're a design suite member listening to this please go back and watch the third quarter conference 2022 virtual conference because you can see them talk more about what you can do as a designer to be to be working with raspberry creek i think one of the coolest things is both sides of it the consumer side and the designer side because you guys have a lot of things going on and 
while you're not technically you're not a new company you've been around for five years um, there are some new possibilities with some of the technology that they've invested in that makes yeah. them really cool right and one of those abilities is something coming which is a lot of designers that are listening to this probably want to build their own brand. Mm -hmm. So it's one thing to put your design on someone else's website and have it printed. And I think it's another to build your brand by having your own branded website or your own Etsy. Mm -hmm. And so we're starting to work with a few select designers right now to have those orders come directly to us on a print on demand kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So if it's Karina, it's going to be Karina's Etsy. Mm -hmm. It's going to be printed with Karina's logo. It's going to be shipped from Karina's um, shipping account with her name on it. So by all appearances, it's Karina who... Yeah, so it's like white-labeled, you guys, which is pretty crazy and amazing. And that step and repeat really lets us do a number of products that aren't available on print-on-demand right now. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you get on the... I'm not supposed to be mentioning brands, but I mean, yeah, if, you yeah. get, if you get on the print-on-demand website, they're all kind of ordering, the, offering the same coffee mugs and mouse pads and posters mm -hmm. and things like that. Yes, yes. But step and repeat gives us a lot of options to do different products, and so we're thinking about that and we're getting those developed out and it's something exciting to come. Yeah, so I think one of the things I tell my own designers is if you can get in kind of earlier with a company that's building like this, it's so incredibly powerful. And then also ordering. A lot of designers aren't ordering their stuff so they don't realize how it's going to look or how it's going to work. And especially with any POD, like any kind of print on demand site, you're going to want to try try them out make sure it's going to do exactly what you want to do okay so if someone wants to either work from you or order from you where do they go both for both things raspberrycreekfabrics.com um you, we have all kinds of directions on there whether you want to open a designer studio and start uploading your own designs whether you want to just order some samples whether you want to order a sample book all of it's there on the website we've got the contact us form comes right to me, so you can get a hold of me on there. Just use the contact us form. Amazing. Crazy. And Go one thing, Go. real quick. I mean, it's, so owners are right here, yeah. right? And yeah. so that's good and bad. The good thing is we're extremely flexible. We want to help promote the designers by giving them social media exposure, by getting the fabric printed up and having it sewn, and, and getting kind of cute media out there so that we can kind of co produce and if you've got a particular need you can contact us we'll bring that fabric in or that specific wallpaper in to make that happen and mm -hmm. work with manufacturers the downside is we only have so much bandwidth but yeah. you know we're excited to work with people we do have really amazing technology and more and more coming all the time so so good okay so raspberry creek fabrics you guys we're going to give you the links in the show notes today both on the podcast and the youtube channel so make sure and click on that and go check them out i think you guys are going to be really intrigued with the, what they are producing and creating and i hope you have a chance to use their products um we are so excited that well that you're close that's really yeah. really fun um and see kind of where they go i'm actually very excited for the wallpaper so because that'll be <laughs> that'll be really fun all right guys thanks so much for joining us and we will talk to you soon Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.